What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the hierarchy of creating standards in your company. Uh, you don't want to miss this one. You might have to play it twice. There's a lot of really solid concepts that I'm giving you here, concrete that you can use in your business that will help you create immediate change. And that's what we want. So if you're listening to this, best way to do it, listen to the whole thing first. Okay. Just get it all in, go back, listen to it again. I try to keep this one short so you can actually do that. So, uh, it starts right now. I'd love to hear your feedback on this one. If you get a chance to reach back out to me and tell me your thoughts. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the hierarchy of creating standards in your company. And we do this as business owners, really, um, obviously it's smart business to, you know, make sure you have rules in place, make sure you have things that, uh, you know, align with your vision to make sure we have consistency and all those things. But it's, it's really important for us as business owners, uh, to do this, to free ourselves. Um, because if you haven't gathered my mission, um, with doing this podcast, with putting out information is because I feel like I stumbled across gold and, to me, I'm just an average guy. You know, I, I started my business. I'm not like, you know, super smart in terms of academics. You know, I just, you know, I work hard. Um, I learned how to sell and um, I kind of am a student of the game. Like any game you put me in, I'm going to study it. I'm going to learn the easiest and most effective way to do something. And I'm going to systemize it and put a process together and look at results. Like that is something that i I care deeply about. And I think every one of you listening to this should have that same mindset. You should be testing things. You should be looking at results in your company. You should be excited about seeing numbers. You know, I think there's some people that I talk to that have absolutely no clue what their profit margins are on jobs. Like you have no remote clue. You have no idea how much money uh, you're making. And to me, that's insane. You need to know this stuff. You need to care enough to know this stuff. And you might be thinking, Tanner, I don't know how. Reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. I will walk through the entire thing with you on how to job cost your jobs. Um, that's how important it is. That's foundational because you can make better decisions when you job cost. When you give raises, you can do so confidently because you know that you're making a good enough margin to do so. When you price your jobs, you can price them confidently because you know what margin you're pricing them at. When you negotiate, you can negotiate confidently. Uh, that brings me to one of my points today. One thing that I was thinking about before I did this podcast was like, you know, I want to talk about the question I put out in our painting contractor group. That thing is up to almost 40,000 members. It's really cool because we can get a feel for a gauge for, you know, the general public of painting business owners, which the mindset is me versus the world. Okay. A lot of you who listen to this are a lot different. You're more collective, you're more growth oriented and everyone's different. I'm not judging. I'd love to get those people on board with the idea that, uh, they should grow a business. They should hire and they should look at things from a different lens other than, Hey, you know, um, if you don't like my price, that's too bad. You know, for me, everything's negotiable. Why? Because I know my numbers. When I price out a job, I put a certain price 
margin on it. I know that if somebody comes back to me with a request, like the question I put out was, Hey, we loved your estimate, Tanner. We love that you came out and did it. We had another company who is reputable that, you know, is using the same products. They seem to be a great company. They came in a thousand dollars less, but we like you. There's something we like about you. We trust you from what you, you know, from, from your interaction with us, we'd love to go with you. Is there any way you'd be willing to do it for 500 less and meet us in the middle? Um, you know, I put that question out. How would you respond to that if you were asked that by a customer? And you know what the response was? Overwhelming. Uh, no way. Uh, you know, good luck. Uh, you, I'll charge you fifteen hundred more when when I come to fix it. Um, all of these things with which are overwhelming um, ego involved in in that. And it's like the reason that is is because people price jobs emotionally rather than strategically. And they price them based off of how much work it's going to be and what they want in return to do that work physically. Chances are a lot of them are working on the job themselves. This is an, this is a total different topic that I don't want to get into. I'm talking to you as a current business owner that's outside of production or a future business owner that's looking forward that will be out of production. And what that requires if you want to be successful is a systematic approach to selling. That's just one system in your business, a systematic approach. Everything that you do in your business, you should have a system. It doesn't even matter if it's a good system. It just needs to be a system. You know why? Because a system cannot be refined if there's no system. So for me, that's one thing that I've always been really good at. I've always been good at creating a system. And it doesn't matter if I was perfect at it. It didn't matter if I knew how to do it. It didn't, it, that doesn't matter to me. It's the same thing I'm doing with trip jobs. You know, I can sit back and I could be analysis, analysis by paralysis and, 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 you know, think of all the thousand different features that I wanted in this app that I created. Okay. I could, I could totally do that. And I could say, you know what, it, you know, I, if it's not perfect, then, you know, I'm not ready to, to release it. And it, it's one of those things that if I didn't just put out a system, then I'd still be stuck in the planning phase of drip jobs. So I just put it out and I got a bunch of feedback and we're making changes and we're adding features that our customers want, the people that I serve want. Um, and it's the same thing in your business. It's like the system doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to put the system out there. You got to put the process out there. When you go and do an estimate, you need to try different questions. You need to try a different approach. You need to try a different, um, a, a different sales strategy in order to say, hey, did that work? And if it did work, how can we improve it? If it didn't work, what do we need to change? That's the decision-making process of a business owner. You need to take ownership of that responsibility because ultimately if you do not do that okay it all starts with you if you do not do that then your business is is frail it's weak because the decision maker is the catalyst you're the you're you're you're, you're moving the ship forward and if you're not making strategic decisions in your business that are based off of calculated outcomes okay don't get confused by these words i'm using this is just this is just me coming to you from a more um, factual perspective. I want you to understand these concepts and I want you to hear them so you can implement them in your business. So when I say a system, you know, first thing we do when we create a system is we identify that there's a problem. Now the problem could be something as simple as, Hey, my guys for the third time this month have gotten a, gotten a phone call from the homeowner saying they left the water on outside in the hose. Okay. So we've identified that there's a problem. Okay. That could be, that could be our problem. Okay. So whenever we're confronted with a problem, 
then I know, hey, we need to create a system for this or else the problem by nature will persist. So we need to create a system for this. Okay. So what do we do from a problem? We create a rule. Okay. So I go to Chris, Hey man, here's the new rule. The new rule is before someone leaves the job, they need to take a picture of the hose being wrapped up and being put away with the nozzle off. Okay. That's our rule. Now we've created a rule from there. We have a process that gets implemented. So Chris would confirm that rule with the crew leader. Hey, just so you know, before you guys leave, you got to make sure that you wrap the hose up, shut it off. Just take a quick picture, upload it to Trello. Perfect. Now we have a process. The act of uploading it to Trello is a system. So a system is a result of the process. The process is a result of the rule. The rule is a result of the problem. Now, what does that become? We wrap all that up and now that becomes our standard. Okay. That's a very, very basic example, but think of that on a broad scale and how your company will be built. If you have something like this for all the little problems that come up. So in the same way that I believe it's wise for you to write down all of your problems. Okay. And, and, and work through this just like I did that, that in the same way that I think that that is extremely valuable, you know, I'd like for you to start with your job costing because your sales is the catalyst for growth. If you can't sell, you can't grow your business. So, and I think a lot of us overlook job costing in a way that is either out of laziness or it's out of ignorance. Maybe you don't know how to do it. Okay. So if it's the latter, which is lazy, or excuse me, which is ignorance, then you have no excuse to not reach out to me. I'm happy to go over job costing with you. I would actually love it. I love job costing. I love the idea of it. Um, it's just, to me, it's just great to know how I'm doing. Like, I want to know how well I'm selling. Am I pricing my jobs too high, which could totally happen? Or am I pricing them too low, which could totally happen? Um, I have a calculator for this. So if you want to get started with job costing, maybe you don't have time to reach out to me. I have a free calculator. You can find the link, uh, somewhere in this podcast, but you can go to sell paintjobs.com is free calculator. A lot of you have it, um, but it's a really good calculator to help you understand your margins. So that is the first step. Okay. So that is the first step of getting that going, you know, so that is the focus. Okay. So you have an app that's going to help you do that. It's free. Um, and then what you're going to be doing is you're going to be looking at your jobs on a, on a, on a molecular level. You're going to identify those costs ahead of time. And you're doing this so when you go into an estimate, you're going into an estimate with confidence. You're going into the estimate knowing, hey, I priced this job at a 50% margin. So when you present that price to the customer, you have that confidence to negotiate. So let's go back to my question that I asked in the painting contractors group. And it was, how would you respond to somebody that said that? And everyone, again, was super emotional, like, no way, I wouldn't give that guy the time of day, good luck with the other company, you know, all this. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm thinking as a business owner here, I have a, a rule, I have a process, a system and a standard. Okay. So my rule is I'm not going to drop below 35% margin. Okay. That's my rule. That's what I've created. So the problem was to, that created that rule was the problem was I'm underbidding my jobs or I'm not confident when someone comes to me out of a negotiation. So I created a rule. Okay. Here's my rule. I will not drop below 30, 35% profit margin on any job. Okay. So how do I prevent that? Well, I implemented a process. The process was, okay, well, 
for every single job that I estimate, I at least want to know my bottom line, my middle line, and my top line price. So in the event that I give this customer a quote for $5,000, let's assume that's the top of the line price, I'll know that my middle of the line, which if that 5,000 was at 50% margin, my middle of the line price is going to be, let's say 45% margin. And let's say that comes out to 4,500 bucks. And then my bottom line price at 35% is 3,650. Okay. So those are my three prices that I know I could sell those jobs for, and I can make money. So while everyone is getting mad at this customer for negotiating, I'm thinking I have a job here either way, because that doesn't violate my rule, my process. Okay. Now, now I have a system in place. Okay. Because I know that that rule has created that process. And now I have a system that I could pass on to someone else. So what's cool about systems are once you create them, it frees you because you can give someone that system and you can say, Hey, okay. When you go out to estimate jobs, you have a, you have a rule. The rule is that we don't go under 35%. Now you would give them the process and the process would say, Hey, put in the numbers into this calculator and come up with three different prices. If someone negotiates with you, utilize the prices that you have in your mind of those three prices and get as close to our goal, which is 50% as possible. Now, if a customer comes to me and says that I might try to get a little closer, I might say, listen, I can't do that. But what I can do is maybe give you a free pressure wash for all this. And I maybe use a value proposition. We're not going to get into to that sort of um, sales process at this point, but I just want to show you how a problem can be solved with a rule. And then a process can be created out of creating a rule, which creates a system that you can pass on to someone else. And then it becomes a company standard. Okay. And the standard would be, Hey, this is how we estimate. Okay. So when someone comes in, I can now replace myself. Those who do not have a, excuse me, those that have not identified a problem cannot create a rule. And those that those ha that have not created a rule cannot create a process. And those that have not created a process do not have a system. That means they cannot give it to anyone else. Okay. And of course, at that point, there's no standard. Now, really quick before I wrap this up, because I want you to lock this in. I don't want this one to be long because I want you to to, to hold on to these concepts. I want you to write down all your problems. I want you to go through each one. I want you to create a rule that's going to help you hold people accountable for those problems or hold yourself accountable for those problems. Then I want you to create a process for your company for that specific problem, then a system, and then a standard to go with it. Now, the last point I want to make is that in production, this is the easiest place to do this. And a lot of you have these things in place. You just haven't documented it yet. Okay. So for example, um, Hey, you know, we have to paint ceilings in a house and we keep getting paint on the floor. Um, well, that's a problem. So let's create a rule. Okay. Our rule is, uh, that we put tarps down when we paint. Okay. Well, when we, when we paint and we do that, well, they slide all over the floor. So we need to create a rule that prohibits the, whatever we put down to protect the floor, um, from sliding. So you know what our rule is now we got to put paper down and we got to tape it. Okay. So we have a process. Now, when we go into the house, one of the first things we do is we put paper and we tape it to the floor. Okay. So that's our process. That process can now be given to a manager 
and that would now be our system and the manager can oversee that system. Okay. So now I don't have to oversee that system because I give the manager the system to oversee. And then from there, that becomes our company standard. So when I go and sell a job to a customer, Hey, this is our standard. When we come into your house to paint your ceiling, you know, there was a problem initially when we first started our company where we would get paint everywhere. But now we put down paper to make sure that the, the floor protection doesn't slide all over the place as our workers are moving in and out and around the house. Okay. So that is the hierarchy of creating standards in your company. I hope this was helpful for you. I'd love your feedback. So get with me on that. Um, if you want help, I will one-on-one -on -one coach you absolutely free through a business breakthrough. The exchange is you allow me to put it out to the world so I can help many other people that are going through the same thing as you, as you are being helped uh, with some other people who have been kind enough to let me do this uh, live and on the air. So thank you guys for your uh, consistent support. Um, thank you for uh, jumping on this podcast. And again, always happy to serve you. If I can be of any help, please let me know. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.